Welcome to Midweek Insights and thank you for coming back for another episode. I appreciate it. Without you out there listening, there's no point in me doing this. So thank you for being there and listening. There will be some, at some point a website where you can give me some feedback and suggestions for future topics and episodes. But for now, bear with me in my amateur progression on Midweek Insights. So in today's episode, I want to talk all about negativity. Yes, I said it, the N-word, negativity. So negativity has had some, I think, misunderstanding with when doing personal development work. There's a belief uh, in some circles of um, doing personal development but having to be in a positive bubble and that we can be expected almost to be in this bubble of sunshine and rainbows and not really address the reality and that negativity is part of our lives. We are hardwired for it. We are it's an inbuilt mechanism we've come with, we've, it's evolved with us, and it stems back to prehistoric times when we had to look for the danger in our environment. We had to look for what could potentially go wrong and potentially kill us because if we didn't, then if we were in some positivity happy bubble saying there are no saber-toothed tigers, we would be in deep trouble. So this is something so important to know going forward. So for those of you who start feeling guilty about feeling negative and worrying, why am I feeling negative? We can relax and take a deep breath and say, hang on a minute. This is part of how we're wired. We have come here. This is a survival default in us. And let's just look at how we can work with this rather than fight it and make it wrong and feel bad every time we have a negative thought. So I'm inviting you to look at with what I've looked at, and uh, hopefully this can help you as it does uh, help me. When we have negative thoughts is how can we start to reevaluate those and turn our thinking, maybe not from positive, not into positive thinking, but more accurate thinking. And uh, one of the psychiatrists, I, I had the pleasure of watching one of his live coaching sessions. He speaks a lot about the brain and he studies the brain in detail and one of his observations were that psychiatry is one of the only professions that looks at a part of the body but doesn't actually study and look at scans of that body part <laughs> of that body part so uh, imagine everything else if you were going to go for a knee problem you'd look at your scan of your knee and you, your x-ray of the knee so he has started looking at brain scans and he also looks at how trauma and different substances affect the brain and where that is located in a physical picture of the brain. So Dr. Amen is the psychiatrist who is dealing with uh, looking at the brain and his mission is to end mental illness by creating a revolution in brain health. He's a psychiatrist who changes people's brains and lives. So this is what he talks about, like killing the ants, which I'll explain as this episode proceeds. So Dr. Amen talks about every time you have a thought, whether it's if it's a happy, hopeful thought, we're releasing good chemicals, feel good chemicals, uh, and we also feel it in our body. Our hands are warmer, muscles become more relaxed, and breathing is deeper. And the opposite with sad thoughts, helpless thoughts, um, thoughts of stress, again, body changes, produces chemicals of colder hands colder hands, shallower breathing. This is Dr. Amen's uh, work on thoughts and how that also affects his work with the brain. Um, he treats the brain holistically. He tries to look at all the areas of exercise, supplements, good nutrition, and also health practices, daily health practices. One of the areas, he he's not against medication, I have to say, 
But one of the areas he also adds to that practice is looking at our thoughts and especially how to target ANTS, automatic negative thoughts, as he calls them. So his suggestion is to become a bit more aware. So in Dr. Amon's work, he references killing the ants, these automatic negative thoughts, and he offers some suggestions on how we can start to look at these automatic negative thoughts, and they are automatic, and to question their validity, because oftentimes we just allow them to run the show and we just allow them to go unchecked without looking at, are these serving me? Are these pulling me back? Are these holding me down? Are these just on repeat? So I like that he talks about accurate thinking as opposed to being a positive thinker. And in order to do this, he references Byron Katie's work, and she took, there's a method of inquiry that she uses with her clients, and he brings this into his work, suggesting that we can also ask ourselves these four questions and then a follow-up statement, say a statement that is opposite of the negative thought, so that we can examine um, and investigate. So almost approaching our thoughts as if someone who is curious about them rather than someone who is just automatically accepting them as fact and as gospel. So for this episode, I would like to share those four questions and extra statement at the end of those questions that help us when we do have these thoughts, not to fear them, not to feel bad for them, but to to have a method of examining that can help us uh, to combat them a little bit better. So the first question is, is it true? So for sake of an example, if I'm having the thought that I'm a terrible parent, one of the first follow-up questions to that would be, is it true? Um, it's best to, to ask yourself these questions when you're in a quiet place. So if you're, you've noticed during the day that you're having some repetitive thought that is bogging you down, note it down. And when you do have a quiet time, go to these questions and look at your thought side by side. Give yourself a few minutes to meditate on that thought, feeling, or be belief and question yourself. Is it true? Now, most people will respond with a resounding yes straight away because it's an impassioned thought. It feels very powerful in the moment. So follow up to that is then, can I know with 100% certainty that this is a true thought, that this thought is true? This one, the second question invites you to examine a little further into the belief. So take yourself to the moment where you had that belief. I'm a terrible parent. See what you saw hear what you heard, feel what you felt in that moment. I'm a terrible parent. And notice, notice, how do you feel in your body when you say that to yourself, when you have that thought or when you believe or feel it? Do you tense up? Do you clench up? Do you feel stifled? Is it difficult for you to swallow? Anything you're noticing in your body, do you feel angry? Do you feel upset? Do you feel disappointed? Feelings and physiological reactions as well shallow breathing, anything you notice. And again, answer truthfully in that moment. Remember, it's just you and your belief, nobody else. Then the third question to that is, how do I feel when I have this thought? Again, looking back at what you said, is it 100% true? How do I feel when I have this thought? How do I feel when I have this thought? Looking again at your body, reactions, emotional, physiological. And lastly, who would I be without this thought? Or how would I be without this thought? Take a moment to imagine, if I didn't feel I'm a terrible parent, how would I feel in that moment? Would I be more relaxed? Would I feel freer? Would I feel a sense of accomplishment, at ease? 
happy to be more around my children, effective. What is it that I would feel without the thought? So it's, is it true? Can I know with 100% certainty that this is true? How do I feel with when I have this thought or belief? And how would I feel without this thought or belief? And the last part of that is not a question, but reverse the statement and try it on and see how that resonates, if that resonates better with you. I'm a good parent, as opposed to I'm a terrible parent. I'm a great parent. Sit with that thought. Feel how you would feel in that moment, feeling and believing this thought. Play around with it. Try it on. Try it on and see. I'm a great parent. Do you feel more relaxed? Do you feel more willing to spend time with your children? Successful? Your body, does it feel more calm? Do you feel happy? What is that feeling, thought, reaction? So once you've examined these questions, remember this is not a way of uh, pretending to be a great parent when you, uh, you're not, but just it's trying on the opposite and seeing because possibly that will make you tune in to this system of noticing what is going well, noticing that even though you feel like that at times, it might not be 100% of the case. And it just starts to tune you in and bring to your awareness of an alternative way of being. When we do get into default of negativity and, and overthinking things, our body has inbuilt RAS system, reticular activating system. And basically what that focuses on is the nerve cells at the end of the, the stem of the brain, which allows for filtering in and out. And it basically tunes us into what we have decided is important to us. So if we start to look for the things that are going a little better in our day. So if we focus on three things today that are going well, or when we notice those repetitive negative cycles, um, and we just try and shift a little to, okay, what is okay right now? What is good right now? Three things. We can slowly start to activate the reticular activating system to tune in a little bit more to look for those, uh, as opposed to just riding on the negativity ones that keep popping in and seeing more and more of those all the time. So for sake of a little recap, the one thing we can start to do is to find the three things in the day that are working. Three things. As you walk out the house, for example, the traffic was great today. Everything was ready on time. Kids got out the house without arguing and I managed to walk. Wonderful. Okay. So start to look for those. And the other thing to do as well is then to notice, if not right now and you can't in this moment, is that negative thought that keeps popping up that that you've noticed is a, a running soundtrack and you want to start to address and examine it with the four questions, which is, is it true? Can I know with 100% certainty it's true? How do I feel when I have the thought? How would I feel or be without the thought? And turn the thought to its opposite. Try on the opposite of that negative belief system and imagine a world where that is the reality. Try this out, see how it goes. Remember, this is always a process. There are no perfect solutions and one formula size fits for everyone. Take what works for you. And of course, as with everything, let go what doesn't. Remember, don't be afraid of the negative thoughts. We are meant to have them. They are part of who we are. Let's not make them wrong. Let's not pretend we have to be in this bubble of positivity and happiness the whole time. Let's address when things do come up. We could all use a little help in this area and being a little kinder to our mind can be a very helpful way of, of handling this and not making ourselves wrong, even though we've done the work, even though we, we read about it and we know in our mind we're supposed to be more positive, the things we tell ourselves. Let's just 
give ourselves a little slack and see what can we do to support ourselves in this process rather than beat ourselves up for being wrong about how we feel. Thank you for tuning in and remember to be kind to your mind. See you next time.